Today is Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show where I talk about the many adventures of my life living in uh, basically what seems to be like a, a prison term, a house arrest, what they say. And we're going to talk about all, there been lots of adventures today, though, and we're going to talk about right here on This Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host this Joe Batanz, a show, like I said, where I talk about what goes on in my life. And even though I haven't left the house today, I've had a pretty exciting day. We're going to talk about it right now. For Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. Well, first, actually, before we talk about Tuesday, September 29th, 2020, let's talk about what we didn't finish yesterday. So I think I'm going to recap a little bit of what happened. If you listened to yesterday's episode, you know that Cameron... Uh, accused me of asking him for dick pics. And I responded in kind about how I never asked for them. I go into this chapter and verse on yesterday's episode. I'd suggest listening to that first and coming back here. But where I left off was, I've just finished talking to him. I've now called Adam Vaught. Adam Vaught says to him, listens. He's very sympathetic. But this is, you, okay. You have different friends for different things. And luckily I have a friend for all season. So I have, Sweet Michael, who knows Cameron, and he's like, what a fucking asshole. Fuck him, right? Great. I call him first. Then I call Adam Vaught, and he's much more, like, logical and full of reason, which is the same thing as logical, you know, but not very emotional. And he's quiet after I tell him the story, and I say, listen, uh, what were your thoughts on that? And he says, well, you know, if a friend were to ask me, I would say... Uh, my friend Joe's upset because a crazy person did something crazy. And I was like, <laughs> okay, actually to put a cap on that. Oh, I don't have, oh yeah, my phone's right here. Adam Vaught just sent me a text message and it was very funny, uh, where he said, um, um, I think I sent to Aiden then. Oh, I sent it to Aiden first. Uh, it was a tweet. It's actually about Donald Trump, but a tweet someone put, I think it's a tweet. That said, uh, Jeff Tiedrich, talking about Trump, but he says, but Cameron said, me, when you're telling me, when you're telling me Cameron did something crazy. And the tweet is, are you telling me the guy who cheated to get into college and cheated to get out of Vietnam and cheated on his wives and cheated at golf and cheated students at a scam university and cheated donors to his fake charity has been cheating on his taxes? Get the fuck out of here. And <laughs> yeah, you know what's sort of great about being on Zoloft? I'll tell you. And I mean this sincerely because it sounds like I'm making an ironic joke. Is I've noticed this with this um, psychotropic medication that I'm on. 
is that it doesn't mean that things that you're not, at least for me personally, it doesn't mean that I'm numb to things and I don't get upset. But what it means is in the old days, pre-medicine, I would um, dwell on things and I no longer dwell on things. So what happened was I was, I was actually kind of over it when we did disjointed hands yesterday, but what happens is I sleep on it and the next day I'm completely fine. And so today I was in a really good place. I spoke to Carlo about it. Even for, we went into it really chapter and verse, Carlo and I did. And uh, I felt even better after that. I have a therapy appointment tomorrow. I'm going to feel even better after that. Look, Cameron's a piece of shit. I always knew he was a piece of shit, but for some reason I was under the belief that he wasn't a piece of shit or had turned a corner or grown up or gotten older. Uh, and I should have seen the sign coming. I think Cameron was looking for a, you know, if you, if you remember correctly, he called me right after my birthday and yelled at me because he said I made him hold hands when we were together. So I think. He was trying to find a way for his own conscious conscience to uh, make me the villain, you know. And when the the oh I, I wanted to hold hands with you didn't stick, now he made up this trumped up thing where I asked him for a dick pic, which I never did, and uh, and so he, what's funny is he's acting like I stole the dick pic. But um, I never even asked it for it because, as you know, and I don't want to tell him this, as I've said on Catching Up and I've said on here privately, I find him really gross. But I didn't want to hurt his feelings and say, uh, you you seem like a genie that just rose out of an ashtray, you know, a fucking shitty white trash genie. But uh, I don't want to tell I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I did write him an Instagram letter um, where I said I demanded an apology if he wants to have any kind of relationship with me at all ever in the future. It's a sincere and heartfelt apology. And to me, that's just to start on the road to healing. Like, I'm just like, fuck you. Anyway, uh, Adam Vaught, you know, gave the logical advice. And then um, Aiden, what an amazing, amazing, I don't want to call him human being, but just was everything you could want in a romantic partner. You know, I went to Sweet Michael for the cheerleader. I went to Adam Vaught for uh, the logic. Oh, Lori Camp. I went to her too. She was for the cuckoo conspiracy theory where she thinks Cameron was trying to trap me into admitting something on a text message so he could use it against me in a court of law, which made no sense because A, Cameron is 27 years old, and B, it's not against the law to ask someone for a dick pic, even though I didn't, but even if it were true, I didn't break the law, you know? So, uh, it, I don't know what, where her conspiracy came from, but Aiden was there. He was the amazing, warm, comfortable blanket that makes you feel better and wraps you in love and and kindness and acceptance and i felt i almost kind of want to cry now talking about it. i just felt so loved and so comfortable and so ugh, everything after talking to him yeah he's a great person and i'm glad he's in my life i really am somebody cut the clip of this in for it <laughs> No, I don't anticipate that happening. So, um, 
yeah, I really actually did kind of tear up there. So anyway, um, yeah, and his acceptance and warmth and love uh, was what I needed to carry me into the night. And uh, I, I woke up today in a very good mood. Fuck Cameron. Fuck him all to hell. And uh, I, I even told Aiden this one when we were talking last night. It really isn't about Cameron as much as what he was accusing me accusing me of. And maybe Cameron knew this was reinforcing a fear that I have. And that's why the conversation with Carlo today was so important because you know, uh, like I said when I was talking to Cameron, uh, Carlo, Michael, and Evan were named by the way when i talk about this and catch it up i'm not going to name names but uh so he this is an advantage to this joe batance you get to find out who i'm talking about um but they were so everything that i they were the ones i used in the example you know actually in retrospect when i when i remembered more i think the way i got into the story with cameron was actually talking about sweet michael if I don't, if I did, I think I remembered it last night. So I may have said this on this Jeremy Tance, but um, I didn't remember how we got into that conversation. But I was talking about Sweet Michael, and um, I've yet to have this conversation with Sweet Michael. But he and I have had this conversation, so I know how he feels. But I had the conversation today with Carlo, where I said, "A, I already have enough dick pics of Cameron to make a uh, a fucking three D model and a three D printer, right?" So why would I ask him for another one when he looks gross? Okay, but I didn't tell him that part. I think Cameron still thinks he looks hot. And B is, um, and, and I didn't mention this yesterday. I actually, when talking to Cameron, was very careful to actually not give that impression because I was so keen on building a friendship with him that I never wanted him to uh, misconstrue anything I said as like wanting to get back together or wanting to have sex with him or anything like that. It was something that I was very concerned with. And so, uh, and maybe that's why it also affected me so much because because despite the fact that I was being so careful, he still managed to, indict me on a charge of being creepy and wanting dick pics of his and um i think that was why i was upset too but you know i I, i'm pretty honest with it but as as a gay man i'm curious to see anybody's penis i think luke stamen posted his penis one time and i looked at it because why i'm gonna see what i'm curious i want to see what someone's penis looks like and so i talked to carlo and i said you know because we came up when carlo was gonna do only fans and um sweet michael and evan like no offense but if any of those people created an only fans just for curiosity's sake i would sign up and carlo and i had a long talk about that and he said that if i made one he would sign up for mine just out of you just out of curiosity you're gonna like what joe batanz has an only fans of course i'm saying it doesn't mean that you're like it's just come on we all are like that as gay men i can't speak for uh uh straight and non-straight women you know but um yeah why wouldn't why wouldn't you curious i went and saw adam Vot's not adam i went to go see adam burns fucking a watermelon video you know so um and so 
Yeah. And I, and I was telling Carlo, I go, I don't remember, but maybe I did forget myself and maybe told Cameron, if you ever make OnlyFans, I'll, I'll subscribe. But that's still not directly saying, send me a dick pic. You know? I don't know. I, don't, I can't see myself telling him that. But even if I did, it's not the same thing. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, so I, I just felt, I feel really good right now. Uh, okay, so I talked to Carlo for, for two hours today. So there was, oh, well, first of all, I had a very cute and very amazing and long conversation with my uh, paramour, Aiden Deem, who I'm just fucking wild about and just every day getting more crazy about him. And we had a long talk today. Then I uh, had a phone call at noon, and then I talked to Carlo after that, and then um, really I had almost no time. I ate a quick lunch and had almost no time at all, and then I had a uh, meeting with um, Brett Baxley, you may remember him, uh, he of Jimmy Anti. And um, because I guess I can announce this now, even though it's still in the formative stage, but when I say formative, things are going to happen really fast. So by early next week, we might have more than do you hear when you hear this. But uh, I think I've talked about this before, but I am friends with one of the co-founders of the Women's March on Washington, Vanessa Rubel. And so uh, she uh, she and her organization, March On, and another organization that she's part of, oh, the Future Coalition, both approached me about teaming up with them to start a, not start, but to get a movement to get out the gay youth vote. And Vanessa and I are only, I think, a month apart in age, so obviously... Uh, who better to put this together than two 45 year old people? Uh, and so, um, uh, but no, but we've contacted, we've, we've uh, recruited, and she also has an organization full of young people. So with those young people, we've also recruited Brett Baxley to actually really be the face and head of this organization where we're going to bring to action, uh, something that involves, um, this movement to bring out uh, the gay vote, but more specifically the young gay vote. And uh, the name of the movement is drag him out. And uh, right now, what's going to be, I don't know if I want to talk too much about it. Cause we're not that we're not sure, but we know what we want, but it hasn't been solidified exactly how this is going to play out. And by the way, if you are listening to this and you want to be a part of this and you want to help out, um, please contact me at uh, JoeBatanz at Afterthought.media and we will make sure to uh, use you. Uh, you know, uh, we're right now we're reaching out to gay influencers. Uh, believe it or not, I don't even want to say names. There's a very big, uh, iconic gay Icon. I know what I said there. Yes. And if you, when you, if you knew who the person was, iconic gay icon that we're going to try, uh, we're actually going to do and ask for and to get. And, uh, there actually is that, uh, we have some connections there. Uh, we're going after some pretty big people to be part of this movement and to get the gay 
vote out there. And again, like I said, it's called Drag Him Out is the name of the movement. And I already got the domain name and I already got, but believe, here's the weird thing. I just, it just was just happening right before I came on the air is the domain drag, not the domain, sorry, the, the Instagram username drag him out is unavailable. However, there's nobody on Instagram with the username drag him out. So on Instagram, unfortunately, it's drag.him.out. And I think it's going to have to be the same thing on Twitter. Um, because, uh, uh, that also drag him out is strangely the Twitter handle for a like Alberta, Canada, like, uh, go out and see Alberta (laughs) movement. It's really, really strange. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm really excited to launch that and to get that, you know, it's going to be a month of my, October is going to be a crazy ass fucking month. I don't know how I'm going to fit everything. I'll be honest with you. And then, uh, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm supposed to go into Palm Springs for a relaxing vacay and I think I am going to need it. Uh, anyway, um, so speaking of. Uh, let's talk about, um, okay, so I talked about drag him out. So we did that meeting and I've been working on that since, well, look, it was a couple hours and now, uh, we're coming up on, on the end of this episode, but I'm also, we're going to be doing catching up right now where I'm going to tell, I'm again, I'm going to tell this story about Cameron and, um, and I'll probably talk about drag him out and, uh, talk about that and what can be done there. But, um, What's really funny is, uh, and, and I, I like how I'm acting like I've done so much. I've done so much for this country and it was two hours of my day today, but it seems like the ball is starting to roll and, uh, that is a good thing. So anyway, um, going back to Aiden, could we have a few minutes? Oh, did anything else happen today? Did I talk on here about, I feel there was a story I was going to tell on this show that I was like, oh, guys, make sure I tell you the story on the show. Oh, well, update on the DMV. Uh, the virtual, I went, to, I applied for the virtual field office uh, yesterday, and I already, now I finally paid through online for my tag, my registration. So now I think it's a done deal. Now that, luckily, uh, I haven't been charged on my checks. So I will have to put a stop payment on that. But, um, but yeah, so now it looks like my, the long, our long national nightmare of no rent, no tags is finally over. Uh, it looks like that's going to happen and that's a thing. And I have a doctor's appointment. Oh, here's a weird health update. So, you know, I did my blood work yesterday and talked about that. I got my blood work done and, oh, that's another story. See, I got my blood work done yesterday. And I, you know, I belong to an organization called Kaiser. And look, people have complaints about Kaiser, but there's a lot of great things about Kaiser too. And they just have this fucking thing down pat. So I had to go get some lab work done. And, um, one of the things I had to give was a urine sample. And so they took my blood and I'm going to talk about those results in a second. And, uh, then she said, can you go pee in this cup? And she goes, there's a, a little door. In the bathroom. Just go right outside the door. The bathroom's right there. Go right outside. Sure enough, there's a bathroom. 
put and I pee in the cup. I cannot find. And by the way, is there a foolproof method for a guy to pee? Or actually, how do girls do it? I never thought about that. It's I guess it's easier for guys than girls, but I'm not gonna lie. Like at one point, I got pee on my hand and pee every, not everywhere in the room, just like just pee on my hand. And so I had to wash my hands, and, and then I'm always like, is, then the cup's wet, and I don't know if it's wet with my pee. Or the water. I don't know what's going on. Well, anyway, I couldn't find the door in this fucking bathroom. I was looking over all over the place for the door in this bathroom. And I couldn't find it. Searched high and low. So finally I was going to go out to the lab and say, like, look, I can't find the door. There was a bathroom next. This woman gave horrible directions. So I just go in that bathroom. Sure enough, there's a door right there. I put the, the pee cup in there. I'll tell you the results of all those tests. I actually know the results, but we're out of time. But I see the doctor tomorrow. We'll talk about that. We'll have an update. Oh, no, I don't have... Oh, we'll do this Joe Batanz tomorrow. Why the fuck not? I'll see you guys tomorrow on this Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media.